1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hello, hello everybody. This is Derek Somerville. Alongside me is the only man I've ever known to make cough syrup out of tree sap, Carl Mandrioli, Carl, <laughs> it's been it's been a while, buddy. What's what's the update? How's it going, pal? I've kind of missed you a little bit, Derek. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I shed one tear for you. One. <laughs> no, you did. Just one. <laughs> one tear out of okay. one eye. Yeah. So yeah, I guess I got a question for you because I was probably the main culprit for not having a podcast last week since I was like out of commission. Mm-hmm. I'll take half credit because I warned you that during the school year, I get sick really bad one time. And so we needed to have kind of a podcast in the bank when that happened and we didn't. So I'll take half credit. I'll take the other half. I'll take it. Okay. But then I think towards the end of the week, I probably could have pulled it off. I still was recovering. Like I was not a hundred percent, but you said you were out of internet range or service. What does that mean? Well, let me dig deep with you. So my family and I uh, got a rare opportunity to go away for a weekend. So we have, we were staying at a place, a family place, and normally there's internet, but it just so happens that the internet was so old, um, it eventually just kind of junked out. This is, it hasn't been upgraded in probably like 12 years. The router was old or the actual internet was old? Well, obviously not the the router was old, the okay. cable modem was old, like it was just old, and so it finally just gave out, and so we had to deal with that. So I had no internet for like three okay. days um, to do a podcast, which I was bummed bummed about. But well, I appreciate that we can podcast now and that we're back and ready to go. I do have one quick story to share from the time when I was sick, though, and right. it doesn't have to do sure. with backpacking, but I think I can't remember if I mentioned that I'm actually trying to move from the middle school level up to the high school level this year. So at this point, I'm like aggressively applying for jobs mm. like all around my area. And there's, there's a job that came up um, at a high school five minutes from my house. Wow. And 
Yeah. So, so it's kind of the perfect job because of how close it is. And it's just school. It's a nice school. I want to work there. My kids are going to eventually go to that school. And I got an interview there. So, which, which is hard to do because I don't know, they're kind of biased against the middle school guys. So just to get an interview is is kind of a victory. The problem was I was, I was, I had this flu. And so I had to go in and do my interview when I was sick with the flu. And so, (laughs) yeah, so I, I think I was kind of out of it and didn't answer questions very well and then I was kind of nervous too and so mm. I think it I don't know that I would have hired myself let's put it that way so that's yeah. a bummer man yeah bummer. like I finally get yeah kind of the dream job comes up and you get an interview when you're when you have a flu not a good situation maybe it's not meant to be you know I don't I don't I'm see you being that. I don't picture you being nervous in an interview really yeah I oh big time no I get nervous because yeah. um because I'm so motivated to leave like I realize that each interview like for me is high stakes because this is my gateway to mm-hmm. another realm of teaching, which I'm super excited about. So I can see yeah, that. no, I get, I get nervous for sure. So I think I just go, I don't care mode because I know I'll do better if I feel that way. It's weird. It's kind of like reverse, yeah. reversing my own mentality. You're, I don't know if I think about too much, I'll, I'll do terrible. <laughs> and that's True. probably what I did. I mean, I, I tried to prepare and I had things to say that I couldn't pull out because my mind was so foggy from being sick. I'm, I was started referencing things and then like halfway into them, I was like, what am I talking about? I forget. So kind of embarrassing. Yeah. I haven't heard back yet. So that is, that is embarrassing. You never yeah. know, but not looking good. I feel for you. Maybe they'll have pity on you and give you a second interview. <laughs> <laughs> you looked like you weren't yourself, even though we don't know you. Uh, anyway, so that was my story from being sick. So kind of a rough week for me, for sure. Kind of a bummer. But anyway, um, we need to recap our previous episode because that was the episode where we released our video and we've since had a lot of people watch the video or a fair amount of people watch the video. Mm. We haven't like tried to boost it on YouTube or anything. It's kind of, you call it kind of a soft release, I suppose, if you're really trying to get hits. We, I, I think I was just trying to more release it to the podcast community for those who are interested but yeah. we, we got some some comments. Did you see any of that stuff? I did see some of that stuff. Um, some good yeah. feedback from a lot of from a lot of our listeners, which was great. So overall response was what would you say? I mean, I'd say positive in general. I guess. I mean, there was you know, I don't think anything that was like super mean, right? Unless you saw there was there was nothing that was negative. I don't know why you you sounded really. Well, maybe you read something today that I didn't see. I don't oh, know. no. There was, no, it was, it was generally positive. I think, like, in, I'm not looking to kind of pat ourselves on the back with it or anything, but, um, <laughs> but it was cool I to am. see the different... <laughs> it was cool to see some of the different comments there. And yeah, it was cool. Some people kind of mentioned some inspiration stuff and made some yeah. connections. But I think one of the big takeaways that I'm hoping people had from the video was especially from the podcast community that they got a chance, they got a little bit of a, a look into your life with kind of what it's like to be you as a father, not so much as a husband, but more as a father and what that looks like a little bit. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So it's a daily grind, my friend, daily grind, but a, a, a one, a labor of love as many of us know in different ways. So, right. Right. And so I think, yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons why like, at least with you, we typically reference kind of the one trip a year because that's, mm for the most part, what you're able to partake in. Is that correct? Yeah, for the most part, unfortunately, yeah. But that's, you know, that's where it goes. So I try to, you know, that's why I like to try to make the most of that trip, you know, with right. you guys. 
Right. And, and we do some other trips as well. We'll have some side trips and I'll be mentioning some upcoming stuff going on with that yeah. as well. But for you, yeah, the one trip is kind of what, where you're at at this point. And that's okay because like you said, we make the most of it. So, um, yeah. True. Better True. than nothing, right? Right. But overall, <laughs> I think the video got pretty positive reviews and I think that... I think I'm going to throw it out there on one of the f- film festivals, one of the kind of the outdoor documentary style film festivals and see, first of all, if it gets accepted. And second of all, if, um, yeah, how people like it. You know what? In the words of Russell Westbrook, why not? Why not? Just go for <laughs> okay. it. All right. So deep, I think deep stuff right there. You know, I'm just tapping on the, the heartstrings there a little bit. Okay. <laughs> uh, do you have any tidbits for us today? Any more tidbits? Well, the video was kind of a tidbit, but I do. It was have i got a question for you that's a tidbit fair enough there's a stack of rocks you might see hiking on the trail and Mm. the word for the stack of rocks is c-a-i-r-n how do you pronounce that word (laughs) c-a-i-r that's a isn't that a city in australia uh, <laughs> it is a city in Australia, but it's I want to say it's differently. Oh, I heard I've heard it both ways. I don't really know to be honest. I want to say I want to say Cairns, but I think it's <laughs> something completely different. No, I think you're pretty close. Cairns, Cairns. Okay, Cairns. that was the other guess. But I I've heard it's wrong. pronounced Karens, like like a female name. I've heard it pronounced um, Cans, like you'd pronounce the Australian city name. Um, really? Ooh. Cons, if you are British saying that, that word. That makes sense. That's, ca- that makes sense. Rock cairns are stacks of rocks which are very controversial because people stack them to kind of show the way in an area where the trail might not be so obvious, but sometimes they sort of get overstacked and overpiled, and it really, really, really bothers some people. And one of our listeners brought that up. Steve was kind of asking mm-hmm. us about that. I forget. I got to go back and look and see what he said. But I thought, you know, just even the pronunciation was kind of interesting. Do you are you offended by excessive use of rock hairs? Me? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Who else am I talking to? <laughs> uh, you know, no, I'm not. It doesn't really bother me that much. That's that's. You know, I mean, everybody has their what their thing that bothers them. That one just doesn't. That one doesn't really bother me that bad. I mean, okay. I can see how it would annoy people though, for sure. It, it really bothers some people, and it's funny because a lot of these same areas where they're they're stacking them, they literally have to blast into the rock and destroy part of the mountainside just to get the trail in there. Mm. Not always, but sometimes. And I feel like mm. just stacks of rock are just kind of a mild, like human kind of leftover thing versus some of the other stuff they do to create the trail. So I think this goes back right. to like, again, if you want to get away from that stuff, just go off trail. Yeah. I could see that. So, hey, you know, we all have our gripes. It's valid. So that's kind of the, the main tidbit that I've got, Derek. So let's jump into today's topic. This is the, this is it. how much weight can you shave or how could you improve your mm-hmm. backpacking experience? Right. If you were to come across a hundred dollars that you could spend on backpacking. Indeed. And it just so happens in the mail the other day, I got my $99 uh, dividend from REI. So Did like, you really? Yeah, it was kind of ironic. Wow. I know. Was it ironic or coincidental? Well, I like to think it's ironic and okay. coincidental, but <laughs> okay. I have my reasons for both. Gotcha. Uh, let's let's dive into this. I'm excited for this. Yeah, yeah, I'm too. And I think you just kind of answered one of the questions I had before we jumped in. 
Like, how would you come across this $100? Obviously, if you have an REI near you, you get the REI dividend. That's definitely one way. That's kind of a, a way that I think a lot of people enjoy. But That's true. But what are some other ways you might happen upon this $100? Like, give me like a scenario. Recycling aluminum cans, which I used to do, <laughs> is one way. Okay. <laughs> um, I think, you know, you can always budget it in there somehow, some way, um, if you can sacrifice something. Not as fun. Small, not as fun, but definitely doable. Um, five dollars here, five dollars there goes a long way, right? Um, Coinstar, yeah. are you thinking like you, you know you kind of Coinstar? I just I just did Coinstar two weeks ago. Got a yep. got a bunch of money for that. That's uh, yeah, I, I saved my change all over the place. So that's every year I take it in there and get a couple hundred bucks and uh, use it up. So yeah, yeah. I think if you sell some of your old video game stuff from like the nineteen nineties and uh, the early two yes. thousands. If anybody wants a Wii, let me know. Uh, I got plenty of stuff. So, yeah, I think old video games, (laughs) garage sale, always fun. Not really, but can get you money. You love garage sales. Uh, I don't like putting them on. I like going in Yeah, you like shopping. Right. Okay, so there's a lot of ways this $100 could, you could happen upon the $100. And there's a couple different ways you could spend it. You could kind of just dump it onto one item to try to improve your experience, shave some weight. Or you could portion it out into Mm -hmm. multiple items Mm -hmm. so i actually have a scenario for both and can i share with you real quick where this idea came from yeah go ahead so there was a posting on one of the facebook sites like i don't know a month or two back about this really cool i guess you call it a device it was called a titanium bot which is a Mm. combination of a bottle like a water bottle and a titanium pot so it's like two items in one where you okay. can use it to obviously cook your food, boil your water, whatever, that kind of stuff. Mm. But then during the day, you actually like it. The, the lid skills on tight enough where it becomes a water bottle. And I thought, yeah, I thought that's really cool. And then I looked at it and it was $100. Interesting. And I thought, hmm, $100 to save. And then I thought, wait a minute, how much weight am I saving by not bringing my like you know, thin plastic Aquafina bottle and replacing it with this? Now, I get that I'm <laughs> reducing some bulk. But right. am I saving like half an ounce for $100? And I think that was the right answer. And I thought, okay, cool idea, but this is not like that much of a weight. Yeah, it seems like you're just more saving space possibly in your bag. Yeah. Right? But but and if you, I don't know, I'll throw a picture of it on, on the Facebook side. But if you if you look at it, it doesn't even look like a super user-friendly water bottle either. So you are is saving it? some space, but you're losing some functionality at the same time. Right. You said, it was, was it from REI or no? It was not from REI. I don't even know if they, they, they carry it. But, and plus I already have a titanium pot and it holds about the same amount of liquid. So really I'm just kind of upgrading that and then making my titanium pot useless. And just for $100, I thought, man, there's got to be a better bang for your buck for $100. That's where this idea came from. Yeah, I don't know if I would do that. But that's, you know, I guess it depends what your needs are. If you don't have a titanium pot, then maybe that's the way to go. But honestly, you can buy them for way cheaper than $100. Yeah, I don't no. think that's... Uh, yeah worth it it's not so okay well i'll tell you what give me give me one of your i don't know just give, give me what you got okay so i had two ways to go about this um and it depends on the pricing because the pricing kind of you know fluctuates with each item so uh one we got to trust your pricing whatever you found we'll we'll assume that well that's, these yeah these are all legit these are all i think these are all actually you can get them at rei um 
So one of the one of the things I, I liked, you know, I remember you mentioned the whole we had some water filter uh, debacles that happened from our Facebook listeners or or uh, podcast listeners on Facebook. Uh, we right. had, you know, you're not a fan of filtering water, all that stuff. This is something I tried kind of a year or two ago, and then I saw this other one came out. It's called a Sawyer Squeeze water filter. It's forty bucks. Mm. It's like you know you put you. Attach it to a bag, you dip the bag in the stream or whatever, and then you you kind of squeeze the water into your yep. bottle, and then you can drink it right away. So it's it's pretty quick. It's not a lot of work. Um, it's super lightweight, uh, and it's really small. So that was one option. That was 40 bucks, And okay. I was either going to do that with, you know me, I, I think I'm. these are more, uh, th- that one was probably... Um, you know, for usage, the others are for more comfort because I think a lot of okay. my stuff is already super lightweight. The other thing was uh, I wanted to get uh, these smart wool hiking socks. You know me and my socks, guys. I love my socks. These are mm. a little bit uh, better wool. They're longer. They're just, you know, all around better than the ones. I got mine are like 10 years old, so I should probably get some new ones anyway. Um, those are twenty bucks, eighteen ninety five. So that was about sixty ish bucks. So I had a little room to play with. So I thought, you know what? Right. Maybe I sacrifice my socks. I know, big deal. And this would take me, I think, ten dollars over. It would take me ten dollars over. So okay. I'd have to cut something somewhere somehow. But the I thought, you know, I've never had the hummingbird hammock. I thought, why not try a hammock mm. for comfortable, just for like. After the hiking day, although I have to set it up, but it looks, uh, it's super lightweight, and yeah. um, I've never had a hammock. When you say super lightweight, did you actually, did you actually determine the weight on it? Yeah, I had the weight on here. I can't find it on me. It's less than like, it's, let me see, where is it here? Is it less than a pound? Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, it's less than a pound. Okay. Um, That's good. Yeah, it was good. So it wasn't super, super heavy. I want to say it was like 14 ounces. Something okay. like that. So uh, there's a few different types, but uh, you know, different colors, all that stuff. But I thought, you know, that could be fun. Yeah. Um, you know, so since I'm already packing super lightweight, I'm like, you know, let's get creative, have some fun. I don't know if how much, I don't know how often I'd use it, so I'd really have to think about that. But uh, I think, right. If anything, I'd use the, the uh, filter system for sure. Okay, so I'm assuming you're going to replace the filter system with your old filter system. It's going to save you a little bit of weight there, maybe. Yeah. I'm going to guess maybe four or five ounces-ish. Ish. Yes. Okay. Ish. Ish. So I like that, except that I did some research on that because I was looking for my own water filter a few weeks ago. The the Sawyer Squeeze you did? Yeah, I did a lot. And that's what I talked about with the whole Amazon reviews, how you can find some that are like, this is the best thing ever. Oh, yeah. But a lot of people said they blew them out because he had to squeeze them that they actually like eventually wore out or they wrecked the filter. So they didn't have a long life expectancy. Well, I mean, look how big it is. You know, I would only take it probably on a trip or two, maybe. Yeah. I'm just telling you what I I got. I'm just reacting to your stuff. That's fair. The socks, I would say yes. I did see, there's like a new backpacker magazine that came out with all this gear. It's actually like my least favorite episode of the year because they have um, so much gear that I'm not a gearhead mm. per se. I did find one thing that I put on my list, but right. one thing that I saw advertised was there was this certain kind of sock they had, which wasn't smart wool, but they, it was more expensive than what you suggested. It was like $24 a pair. I'm like, dang, that's so expensive for a pair of socks. 
but they suggest that it's going to last as long as your boots would last because they're that well made and they cushion you right in the right spots and have enough padding there. I don't know if I believe it, uh, but because the, wait, 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 let me. So the the socks are going to last as long as your boots or or hiking shoes. That's what they said. I mean, I've had some of the same pairs of socks though for like eight years. You know, I mean, now granted, I only go once a year, so I don't really know if I need yeah something that's. I don't know if you're the, the yeah if you're the the good litmus test for that, but right. I anyway, so the, so that that's kind of one thought is maybe if you go more frequently, that might be worth trying. Or I don't know, I haven't read the reviews on that yet. Uh, the hammock thing, mm. not my thing, but I, I could see why that's a cool thing. So I, <clears> I give you a thumbs up on that one. I don't know if it's my thing. And, that's that's the thing. And that's did you say how much it cost? The hammock was seventy, yeah. so it takes me ten dollars over with my. $40 squeeze system. So that is kind of the fudgy area. So I don't, I'd have to. So you could do the hammock and the socks, but not the hammock. Yeah. You, you, the dream. Your hammocks are made. The dream scenario say. would be, you know, water filter hammock. So. Okay. If we're talking. Gotcha. Time, so, yeah. So you, you couldn't keep it under a hundred dollars is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I could recycle a few more cans and I'd be just fine. But no, uh, okay. what, what do you got? Let me hear what you got. All right, so I'll give you my 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 first list, which is just a, a slew of items that <laughs> oh, would be helpful. Are these are any of these from a garage sale? No, uh, you can't use garage sale prices because who knows what you're okay, going to come I don't know no, if you're no, going to no. loophole this and do like you know. They are from some different places. They're not all from one particular store, but so th- one thing I've had for a long time is like they used to already they used to sell these like nylon pillows for like four bucks uh, yeah, yeah. and. I want to say they probably weighed like, I don't know, six to eight ounces and they weren't super comfortable. So I went on to Amazon and I found it. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings for just about everything for shooting hunting and the outdoors check out midwayusa.com midway usa brand product designers have one straightforward goal develop high quality technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices if you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Knives, machetes, saws, and shears. Multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, MidwayUSA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. A lighter weight, I think it's like a three to four ounce pillow. So I'm saving a few ounces Mm. and it cost me $15 and it's supposed to be comfortable and give me a better night's sleep. So it's an Amazon pillow, $15. Mm. Okay. Then I kind of thought outside the box a little bit. We had some problems last year with our... um, solar panels where we're trying to charge camera batteries as we're trying to make our video 
And I thought, okay, either I need to buy my own solar panel or figure out an alternative solution. Maybe I can buy more camera batteries. But each of the camera batteries for the camera I have are $25 a piece. Right. And so I found just one of those like rechargeable batteries made by Anchor. And it's supposed to give you seven full charges like of a cell phone. And it weighs 14 ounces, which is typically lighter weight than a solar panel with a battery pack included. Mm. So you're saving weight there. And all of that for $30. So it's kind of like just a little bit more than one battery will give me like multiple charges if I charge it up before the trip. So so that's 30. And then a lot of people now are going with the full-on like backpacking chair where they, you know, they either use like REI brand or... There's a couple other brands out there. They're basically like one to, one to two pounds for like a full-blown. It's kind of like a, a camp chair you have one yourself. Mm-hmm. I kind of mocked that with bringing that patio chair that was on the video. But did, did, Is this the I one I brought a, bed, a few years ago? This is like the... the my, probably. My wife calls them... Uh, what do they call them? Creek creek seats or something like that? It's like a... You kind of you did it, but you added your your uh, sleeping mat to it. It's just kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's where I'm going with yeah. that. Yeah, it's just basically a chair. I used to actually make fun of these and until I realized, yeah, like, welcome. okay, for sure they're not as comfortable around the campfire. Like, I will give you that. True. But when you go inside the tent, especially if it's raining outside, and it gives you, like, a comfortable seat to sit on and a back to lean up against, for 9.5 ounces, so basically for, you're saving about half a pound to a pound and a half, and for $25, I think that that is a good alternative. So chair kit and then the one thing that i found in the backpacker magazine okay. was okay. something that i would use before the trip which is something called the jet boil jet gauge where you plug it into your fuel canister to find out what percentage of the fuel is left in the canister mm. and because last year we actually sort of run out ran out of fuel yeah. because we took a couple cans that weren't full and we didn't know like how much we were missing from the canister so that was kind of expensive for what it was in my opinion uh $15 mm. so if you add up all of that I'm at I think I'm at like $85 plus tax so I I, I came in under the $100 mark Absolutely. that sounds good okay so here's my feedback on that okay so I'm I'm yeah. all aboard with the fuel gauge if I think that'd be worth a try for sure I would give you a, a thumbs up on that I think that's something that could definitely be beneficial the Amazon pillow okay. there's good and bad here well number one um I, I don't know about buying something I can't like physically when you're talking about backpacking gear pillows specifically like I like to go in there mm-hmm. and like see like what does this feel like because there's a lot of those ones that like I would buy and I'd slide off them and they weren't that great the right. good thing about this is you're buying it on Amazon you can return it so um, mm-hmm. and it's fairly quick so I would go thumbs up thumbs down on that but I would I'd be willing to try anything I mean it did say the reviews did say it wasn't one of those slippy pillows that you fall oh, off okay. really easily I mean yeah. being somebody who buys like 90% of everything I have on Amazon, I, I would probably support that. I'd be okay. foolish not to. Um, the Anchor, uh, yeah, those, I was actually just going to talk to you about that. It's funny you mentioned that. The uh, nice. the Anchors, you know, a lot of people I know um, have those and they like them. Uh, and the question always is like, well, how many times can you recharge your phone with these things? So if you're telling me seven times uh, would mm-hmm. be huge uh so i definitely would check the details on that uh, it looks here like on amazon it's like a bestseller though dude so no i yeah check the reviews there's I, a I bunch of these. people that, that brought on backpacking specifically and so yeah 
I think I'm in on that one. Power cores. Okay. And then, so the backpacking chair is kind of, I don't know if I, I don't really know if I go thumbs up or thumbs down. It really depends on what you value. Do you value sitting and being comfortable inside the tent more or being outside at the campfire more? Uh, Because obviously you're saying like that chair, which I've experienced, is not comfortable at the campfire, but it's it's definitely better than my chair inside the tent because I can't even bring my chair inside the tent. So, you know what I mean? Is there a chair that can do both, that's comfortable in both? would be ideal but uh you know you seem to like it overall like you said you'd bring it again right? yeah so yeah i don't know if that yeah because if you put the if you put the the chair i was referring to inside the tent like it's got the legs and so it could damage the bottom of the tent for sure yeah yeah i I mean you can go back there's there's pros and cons if we have nice weather we're gonna probably be outside the tent anyway Mm -hmm. but that's just what i chose you know so did you have a secondary list or was this was it was this your only list i tried to narrow it i I didn't have backup lists i mean i just tried to have okay you have backup lists well i have a backup list where i buy one single item that costs about a hundred dollars and this one the reason why it was my backup list is because i don't think this connects with everybody Mm. because we have been complaining about the idea of the bear canister forever and so the ones that we have weigh two pounds but there's this new I don't know how new it is. It's like, it's called an Ursac, which is kind of a softer sack. I don't know how exactly it works because I don't have one yet. But basically, it's cost. It can replace one of our bear canisters, mm-hmm. and it costs about a hundred bucks, and it weighs eight point seven ounces. So I'm saving about a pound and a third mm. just by buying this one thing. So for a hundred dollars, I guess to answer my own question, I can save in my own pack when we go into an area that requires bear cancers, I can save a pound and a third, which I think is quite a bit for, you know, $100 if you already have some pretty decent gear. And they'll, they'll for sure qualify so, this thing as a bear, back, bear box? For sure. Okay. They do. So, yeah. And so the, so the Ursac, so for somebody who doesn't have to carry a bear cancer, they could care less about that. But I thought, you know what? I don't have that $100 and I didn't get mm-hmm. a $100 dividend. Mm-hmm. But now that I know that you did, maybe you <laughs> <could>. <laughs> maybe you want to buy it there. Back. Um, well, I think that's something we always are going to have to eventually, you know, bring it. Especially if you go to Yosemite, a lot of times we have to bring that thing. Not always. Not we didn't have to carry it last Thankfully. year, but most of the time it seems like the places we go. It's always going to be in the picture, though. Quiet. You know what I mean? Like we can't get away from it, one hundred percent forever. I wish we could. Right. I feel like it's this leash that just kind of just it keeps really on is. dragging really us is. down. So what? These are made of like a, they say like a, like a bulletproof spectra fabric or something like that, I heard, right? Like it's supposed to be really, really Yeah, because obviously bears can shoot guns, so it's important yeah. to be bulletproof. So it, it's important that the review says it's bulletproof for whatever reason that is. Right, right. Um, but that... Yeah, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't go too far into it because I didn't think that was something I'd realistically buy. It was more of like a what if I had the $100 thing. What if... But what if your group... Uh, you know what if what if they all pitched in like x amount of dollars and actually paid you back you know <laughs> what if that's a huge what if <laughs> not only <laughs> well i'm mainly thinking of the main people that would you know like me it would be like me you jared oh my gosh uh, rocky maybe you know, if i just threw out like hey why don't you just square cash me like you know 20 bucks for this thing <laughs> well, well we so- know not everybody on this podcast loves square cash <laughs> as much as i do so. myself i don't want to name any names uh but yeah, that's an option. I think I would I would consider pitching in for that. Actually. Okay, well let's we'll we'll keep that in mind and see if that comes to fruition. But 
There were yeah. a couple of ideas thrown out by a couple of our, I, I would say more than faithful listeners. They're just our faithful Facebook responders. We have a handful of them and they represent a mm. fraction of our podcast community, which is totally fine. But I want to honor them because they did mention, this is like a while ago when I threw out the, the, the question early on, they did mention what they would do with the, their $100. So yeah, one yeah. was from Steve, which we've already mentioned him today. So he gets a double mention, big time, Steve. Double mention, Steve. Yeah. Double mention. And he says that he... He's, he referenced going on the higher elevations. I think he's referring to the Colorado Trail, the CT. And he used right. a 40-degree bag, and he said it just didn't cut it. So he would try to get creative and upgrade his bag to, like, um, an inexpensive 20-degree bag, which I think is super wise. And kind of a side note, mm-hmm. anytime we go in the Rocky Mountains, I bring at least a 25-degree bag, like, we, I, ha- I used to have a 35-degree bag that was super lightweight, but I would only bring that in the Sierras. Like, I totally agree that a, especially a 40-degree bag, for me, would not cut it in the Rocky Mountains. So I say thumbs yeah, up to that one. I, yeah, I'm 100% on board with that. I think the best thing I did uh, was I have a 40-degree bag, and I think I dropped it down to it was like a lightweight 20-degree bag. Best thing I ever did. Right. It's, yeah. Yeah, kind of best of both worlds. You can't get a lightweight 20-degree bag under 100 bucks, but if you were... uh, That would be one way to splurge for sure, in my opinion. Um, All right, so the other person was Greg, and he Mm kind of is speaking my language too. He says to throw away the boots and buy a pair of trail runners. And his Mm. thought is this, you know, he says, what do they say? One pound off the feet is like five pounds off the back. And I've heard that statistic mm-hmm. before, and I agree with that because it does feel that way. Like when your feet feel lighter, it just feels, yeah, I feel like that's a five pound equivalent. And if you, depending upon how big your boots are, you can definitely right. just shave weight just right off your feet. And it feels like a ton and it's awesome. And if you buy, as he mentioned, tra- not just running shoes, but trail runners specifically that still have a lot of grip, you can find a pair yeah. of trail runners under $100, uh, Sierra Trading Post dot com especially so big thumbs mm-hmm, up to that one mm-hmm. i i get I've, I've been with a guy who couldn't do that because he had such bad ankles like he he needed the boot support so it's not for everybody and especially if you're carrying like a really heavy pack then it does help to have that that support but two thumbs up on that one as well right yeah that was a good one i like that one well done greg well done steve and greg yeah they had some good good insight on that I like that yeah one. um yeah, and if you have any so. further thoughts or things that we missed, especially if there's new things that came out this year that we're just not super savvy with, feel free to, to throw them on the Facebook page and we'll mention them in a upcoming episode. Yeah. I'm always willing to hear something new about gear. Are you? It's kind of fun. I'm not I'm not yeah. a gearhead as much. Well not not a not let me well, before you jump the gun here, I'm not talking <laughs> I'm not talking gear reviews. Okay. I'm just talking new knickknacks and paddywhacks that we all can get excited about. Gotcha. That's all I'm okay. saying. So, so I think it's your turn yeah. for trivia. It is my turn for trivia. And I have since we're on the topic of since we're on the topic of um gear and, and all this stuff, uh there are ten backpacking gear myths. True or false. <laughs> we're, we're, I'm just gonna backpacking gonna run through gear these. myths. <laughs> some yeah, these are you know, I have to I have to dig deep on the web to find some of these. So I, I found it. This is on. I got this one. What's we'll see a if Carl myth? What are you talking about? I'm gonna show you. This is the, the fact that you're laughing and smiling proves that this is a success already. Uh, this is on. This is from Section Hiker. I found this. Uh, Wait, well, you've already you been on Google Section it. Hiker. This is like the worst website. 
I know, this, but it's so funny though. It's, 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 we're gonna do, we're gonna challenge you on this, one, so don't Google it. I like that you're you're digging deep on the web and you're going just right back to a site you've already been to. <laughs> I swear it was full circle, man. It was full circle. I don't think it's All full right, circle. So I think you're not uh, deviating away from the, the, the point. <laughs> what are you talking oh, about? This is yeah. about gear. We're talking about gear today. I can already tell you that two or three of these, you're just going to be like, I hate, I hate that people actually probably do this. Okay. Because um, we've we talked about this in past episodes, and uh, yeah. So a lot of these are, pretty much all these are ridiculous. I still don't know what I'm doing. What am I, I'm just supposed to listen to you and, and tell you uh, something? No, no, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you, is this true or false? You just tell me. True or false. And I'll, okay. I'll give you the kind of little, yeah. If you don't get nine out of ten, I'll be sad. <laughs> nine out of ten or ten out of ten. That'll be kind of a disappointment. Okay, okay here we go. This is kind of like a Captain Obvious quiz. Two people can fit into a two-person tent. <laughs> True. <laughs> what? <laughs> not not including, uh, excluding children. Excluding children. I'm embarrassed what for do you, you always this, say in this, in this quiz. <laughs> I'm not. I am not embarrassed at all. This is something you talk about. I think you, you need to do trivia every single lot. time. This needs to be... A Derek Look, trivia category. Should, trivia can be learning and it can okay. be fun. True. Uh, True. Two people can fit in a two-person tent. Okay. So it's most two-person tents are too small to actually fit two people. We talk about this all incorrect. the time. I fit in every single two-person tent that I've ever bought. Look, you can jam them in. I'm sure we've all done it. You and I talk so often about, man, we should, let's bring that three-person tent. I know it's heavier. We fit three people in a two-person tent one time. Look, this is what the Grand- quiz says. It's not right. <laughs> I'm just saying this is what Oh, my goodness. Say. It's going to be tight. It's going to be tight, but you can do it. Okay. Number two. You'll sleep warmer if you sleep naked in a sleeping bag. True. Oh. Now, this is actually like a legit myth because people go back and forth in this. So, now it's legit. All this one's legit because I don't know. Like, I've seen, I've seen smart people respond both ways in this one. But I think that the more layers you have, the better off you are. So I'm going to say false. Uh, they, they said false as well. I mean, okay. and if they say this, the math is simple. The more you wear, the higher combined R value, which is, you know, uh, keeping the heat in basically, right. is better. So um, I would agree with you on that one for sure. Yeah, the thought is is if, is if you are skinned to sleeping bag, then the, the bag activates the heat faster right. and right. Versus through a you know a layer of clothing, but believe I believe still... me, I've tried it. I have tried it. it doesn't work <laughs> for me at least. You know, for me. Number three, you need to wear hiking boots to go backpacking. Well, we already talked about that in this episode. <laughs> I know we did. I'm just asking. <laughs> okay. Wrong. Most yeah, I don't even wear hiking boots. I just wear like running shoes or whatever's comfortable. Yeah. Um. Okay. Number four, you need a backpack rain cover to hike in the rain. A lot of people now are bringing like trash compactor bags and putting and lining the inside of their backpack instead. So I'm gonna and then that's how they just pack their packs. So that's a false right. on that one. I'm gonna go gold star for that one. Nice. That's what exactly what they said. Line your backpack with a trash compactor bag. Okay. So you know. So looks like somebody's legit, Carl. Hmm? Okay. <laughs> We're finding some legit. I still points. don't respect the site. I don't either. Uh, you need a foot pr- a tent footprint. This is your favorite one. You need a tent footprint to protect the floor of your tent. Okay, this, this is also a matter of an opinion. I think a lot of people buy those for, you know, 40 bucks, and I think it does actually protect the bottom, but I stopped bringing them years ago, so I'm going to say false again. Yeah, this is kind of like, uh, it's kind of like an either-or one. They said tent fabric have come along way in the past 40 years, and almost all tents have a 
bomb-proof, waterproof floor that aren't going to wear out unless you live in them, like, full-time. Yeah. So, basically, the, the yeah, the footprint is, like, a waste of time. And a waste uh, of money. Yep. And a waste of money, yeah. Number six, waterproof... Oh, these, these are great. Uh, waterproof, breathable rain jackets are actually breathable. Oh, my gosh. I just saw... I think it was even in the current Backpacker magazine. Somebody's complaining, like, I want to find a jacket that's actually breathable um, because they always advertise them as breathable. But if we're hiking, like, up a mountain and we're sweating and we're wearing a jacket, like, it's not breathing. Like, that sweat staying inside the jacket. So I'm going to say exactly. false. Exactly. Yeah, false. Uh, and that's that's the thing. I, I remember having one. Um, and if you don't, at least have, like, those armpit vents or something like that. To that vent helps, like, but it doesn't solve it, yeah. It's, it doesn't solve it. And, you know, I think it was kind of overhyped. You know, like, you have the Gore-Tex Yeah, for stuff, sure. Um, but I, I think I tried that one time, and it was just... It's not happening. No, and I actually, because of that, I went to a cheaper um, jacket that just was simply waterproof and I didn't worry about the breathable part. Saves some money, and I feel mm-hmm. like it functions the same way. Yeah. Okay, so number, number seven is you need a four-season tent to camp in winter. That assumes that you're going into a cold-weather environment. You could be in a milder climate. Like, you'd be beach camping, for example. Mm-hmm. So... I feel like I've said false in all these, but I'm going to say false because it does help, like for sure. But need is a big, a big word there. Yeah, this kind of this kind of leans toward false as well. It says usually a three season pe- uh, tent is just as it, it works fine even in the snow, um, as long as you get like a really warm sleeping bag. If you're in heavy snow, they suggest a tent with steep walls is best. There's no reason you can't camp in winter using your existing tent, right? If you have a warm sleeping bag, so. Okay. Um, number eight, bio. Okay, I like this one. Biodegradable soap is okay to wash with in streams and ponds. True or false? It's okay. I mean, according to the National Park Service, it's not okay because they want you to wash up away from the streams or ponds. But the idea of the biodegradable is that it should be okay for the environment. So it depends upon your point of view. I'm going to say false again, just because I'm assuming it's from the point of view of the National Park yeah. Service. Yeah, no, it's totally 100% false. I think mainly, yeah, mainly, like you said, to you're encouraged to do it away. But I think uh, there's the other point of there's uh, other, other um, like chemicals I read, and there's an increased, it said there's increased nitrogen that can actually cause significant harm to aquatic. Oh, I didn't know that actually. Yeah, I didn't know that either. That was interesting. So, okay. um, No, I did that. I did read about that before. So, chemicals and stuff will. Could be harmful. Number nine, uh, always a fun one. Waterproof hiking boots will keep your feet dry. Mm, uh, man, these are so ambiguous because, like, the outside of the boot should keep your foot dry. But if you, depending upon if you're, like, say, wearing shorts, and if you were to step in a stream or rain was to go down your leg into your boot, then the waterproof boots are going to actually keep the water inside your boots. Well, let, so, let's say let's say it's, like... Ankle high water. So is that above your boot or not? And you're wearing boots that are above your ankle. Okay. I'm going to say then true. Okay. So, it, yeah. It, it really all... Okay, so here's... They say no again. Waterproof hiking boots, and you kind of mentioned this, are only water... Like a coating on the outside, right? Um, the integrity of, of the Gore-Tex. S- the integrity of the Gore-Tex lining quickly breaks down with the wear even though you're waterproofed on the outside, so it will eventually... So again, it assumes leak. that you've worn it or that you've worn these in and then that it's broken something down. Information I didn't really quite give you in the question. Yeah, ambiguous, yeah. I know. 
which yeah. is uh so and and like the waterproof shoes even those those breathable quote unquote breathable liners just like the jacket trap the perspiration and it actually makes your you know everything wet anyway right so it's kind of like this uh it doesn't work basically uh number 10 you don't need to carry a map and a compass because you have a gps Mm. you can make the case for that especially if you're on a trail in a well-marked area Mm. but i think most people suggest still carrying that as a backup, especially if your GPS fails, you drop it, you lose it, you break it, batteries wear out, whatever. So I'm going to say false on that one. Yeah, I, yeah, 100% false. I think it's just common sense. You know, like if technology, what if you drop the thing and, you know, or it breaks or something, you know, it's technology. So yeah, it's always good to have like the hard copy backup. Especially. Were all the answers false on that? Pretty much, yeah. It's, it's kind of try to throw you off that one. I think that um, I'd, I'd like to appeal to the listeners at this point. If you could reach out to Derek and just onto our Facebook page and ask him to stop using sectionhiker.com for a website as a source. You know what? I think we all learned a little something today. <laughs> it was fun. It was exciting. And next time uh, we'll find something different. Not I think about you it. will. That was good. What are you talking about? It was fun. Um, whether or not whether or not we want to admit it, some of us were like, "Oh yeah, I didn't really okay, I didn't realize that." So I'm trying to think. So small. we were talking about hundred dollars, what you can get for hundred dollars, and you related that to to gear myths. You find me trivia on that, I'll do it. Okay, he, you want to know what I would do is I would I would give you you know a couple different items and say let's play Price is Right. What yeah, which of these are above hundred dollars? Which of these are below hundred dollars? There see, you go. These are where your teacher skills really shine. You know, you really shine. I'm <laughs> proud of you. And I'm surprised that you aren't going to get a callback for that interview. Because of that. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you mention this in the interview? Oh, you know? man. Yeah, I didn't bring up backpacking and blisters in the interview. But I, you know what? If anybody is a high school principal out there and looking for social studies or business, I can teach either one and would be happy to teach at the high school level Boom. here in Colorado. So. Interview, interview done. Mic drop. There you go. Yeah. And if you, if you, if I got an interview at your school, I'm sure I would still be nervous and have really bad answers. And even though I knew better and had better responses in some of my head. Yeah. True. Well, for all of you who enjoyed the trivia, that's okay. And those of you that did not, I'm sorry for you. Uh, that was fun. <laughs> I had a good time. <laughs> Regardless. <laughs> We'd like to have fun here on this half of the Backpacking Blisters podcast. I don't know about Carl's half. Um, I can only speak for myself. But I think, you know, in, in kind of retrospect, uh, in regards to the list and stuff that we were doing, uh, I I would strong. I'm gonna I'm gonna verbally publicly say I would support the the bear the bear bag thing. Okay, um, so that's something I we might think, actually apply. Yeah, I think I think we should get that because a it's just lighter and. It's, you know, those those other ones are huge. And it's so, yep. ugh, you know? Okay. So. So there's a, is there a B? A, it's lighter. B, it's. B, it's lighter. Expensive. I mean, really, what else yeah. do you need? And it's bulletproof, too. Right? <laughs> it's bulletproof. What if you have that on your back and somebody shoots their gun on accident? You're okay. You know? You're going to make it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we can test it out. <laughs> <laughs> or not a scenario that i'm really hoping not to test out right. so i think guys that's gonna do it for us today thanks for uh hanging in there as we missed last week appreciate you guys hanging in there 
Um, and also, I want to encourage you guys to jump on the uh, like the Apple iTunes podcast and give us a review, as it will boost um, you know our placement on there and things that we can do in the future. Um, it would help us out a lot. Um, if you have time, go ahead and do that. Also, give us your feedback on Facebook, as always. Your input on anything is always welcome. We'll try to incorporate it and respond if we can on the podcast. You guys are the best. We appreciate it. Love it. And we look forward to seeing you guys next week on the Backpacking and Blisters podcast. And remember, guys, it is not backpacking unless there's a few blisters along the way. I want to fly. All right, here we go. Uh, I'm going to type my new article. I am the editor-in-chief of sectionhiker.com and this is a great this is a great one. Uh, why the Ursac bear resistant backpack is not Oh wait, why it will save your life and people should wear it as a bulletproof vest even in law enforcement. Let's put that on there as well. As well as uh, why Carl's folding chair will never work outside the tent. All right. Submit. Maybe maybe that guy Derek will read that again. He left me some good reviews. Hopefully he'll... Yeah, okay. On Mondays, head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep-sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! Oh! Look at that belly. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience, brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts, every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.